bicycles and old busted chains, rusted handlebars out in the rain. Somebody must have an orphanage for all these things that nobody wants anymore. Well, you're listening to Resonance FM, not on the FM, but a podcast-only version of the bike show. Um, owing to technical problems at the uh, radio station, we lost the archive of last week's uh, live show. But um, we're taking the opportunity to do a reprise for all the listeners on podcast um, around the world and for the archive. And um, we are down in Waterloo. Um, at the Scooterworks Cafe on Lower Marsh, enjoying um, a very, very good Italian cup of coffee. Kieran, we're going to be talking about bicycle recycling today. Yes, that's right. Um, I've been out and about looking at various recycling projects. Uh, in particular, I went and looked at one in Waltham Forest, uh, the Waltham Forest Bicycle Recycling Project, which as part of a a uh, package of initiatives within the borough of Waltham Forest won a London Cycling Campaign Award in 2005. And at the beginning of the month, I went along to the council's low-haul depot in Walthamstow, where the scheme is housed, and spoke to the project coordinator, Therese Kilpatrick. And I started by asking her how the project got started. I came along um, after meeting a couple of volunteers. I just happened upon them at the organic farmer's market in Hackney and uh, they said it well I told them that I was I was working as a bike mechanic in a local shop in Hackney and they said oh why don't you come down We're, we every Friday we have volunteers and we do up the bikes and explain a little bit about it and so I, I came down the next Friday because I, I was working Monday through Thursday and uh, just started helping out basically just volunteering how did the Walton Forest Bicycle Recycling Project get started? Well, in 2003, um, a few cycle trainers, um, these are people who teach people how to ride bikes who've never learned before, basically, maybe when they were a kid. Um, the council actually employs people to do this, so these cycle trainers um, didn't have much work in the winter, and, it's, and they also knew there was a lot of bikes that are just basically being thrown away or being... Um, know abandoned or whatever so they thought I'd put the two together get you know start up a project where they were doing up the bikes for the people who were doing the cycle training initially um, and also recycling it's obviously which is good a good green thing to do. Whereabouts do you get the bikes that are used uh, in the project? Well primarily we get them from the the council um, street cleaning crews who um, come upon them basically either they've been abandoned or um, just jumped in a ditch or something so they'll they'll gather them up also people donate them to the to the council recycling um, center which is on the same side here and also members of the public who've heard about us now just come along and just you know say I've got my old bike here don't need it anymore and then just donate how many bikes do you recycle in a typical month um, typically it's about 16 um, <laughs> we we have we have some months where we don't get quite quite as many as that and some months where we get slightly slightly more but on average about 16. And do all those bikes get sold on afterwards? Um, generally, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we don't. And, and what don't kind of prices do they go for? Um, children's bikes, we, we start anywhere from sort of £10 upward, de depending on the condition and uh, whether or not it's, uh, you know, the state of it, basically. And also, um, slightly old, slightly bigger bikes for, say, a teenager would be roughly from about 25 30 quid. And then for adults, um, 45 upwards. 
How much work goes into repairing the bikes? Um, quite a lot. <laughs> it's kind of a... Um, it, it's, it's, it, can, it can vary from just like somebody donated a bike that only needs the, pump, the tires pumping up and the handlebars turning or something like that to a bike that's essentially just a frame and then you have to find bits for it and put it all together again. And we try to, we try to pick bikes that to do up um, because we get so many. We try to pick the ones that are going to take the least amount of work to do up. Um, and then some bikes are beyond repair, so we just strip the parts off them. Do you get them. funding from the council, or is it entirely run by volunteers? Um, well, it's both, really. We, we get funding for the council for the premises and for the paid mechanics. There's two of us paid mechanics. And um, also the cycle trainers, they can book their hours as working here as, as part of their job. Uh, but mostly it's, it's volunteers, and it's, it wouldn't work really without volunteers. The bicycle sale takes place on the first Saturday of every month. That's correct, yeah. And is that just restricted to residents in Waltham Forest, or can residents from other boroughs come along and purchase bicycles? Um, it's essentially for Waltham Forest residents, because the council does fund this uh, project. Um, we've, we've had people from all over the, the city really try to, you know, who, who want to come down. And so my, I would encourage them, if you live in another borough besides Waltham Forest, to uh, lobby your council and lobby your local cycle group to, to start one up. Are, are there any other councils that you know of at the moment that run similar projects, or uh, is this the I've heard of I've heard of one other in Ealing, but I don't know the details of it. And right. I think there's a larger, like a nationwide recycling um, organization called Recycle that's 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 hoping to open a depot in um, Lambeth, and uh, you know because they, they originally aided from Essex, so you know, they're trying to have a London branch. Besides the recycling projects, you also run bicycle maintenance sessions as well. Yeah. Like they're they're on the three other Saturdays That's right, of the month. Yeah. Yes. So the first Saturday of the month is the sale. Um, the the second, third, and fourth Saturdays uh, we do a public drop-in session where you fix your own bike. Uh, we don't repair bikes for people, but we um, we've got tools and bike stands and expertise, you know, expert mechanics here, who will help you um, work work through your own repairs and. So if you're not really confident with cycle maintenance yourself, it's a good place to come and actually yeah. pick up a few tips and tricks. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, it's, that's exactly what it's designed for, for people to, to encourage people to learn themselves, to empower people to learn about mechanics themselves. Also, and that's not restricted to Waltham Forest residents, that's anyone can come along right. to that. And, and do you have any other projects besides this? Um, I'm also starting a similar project in Hackney. Um, I've been working on it for the past year, <laughs> and uh, it's getting it's getting closer to, to we're to we're getting closer to actually getting organised. Um, we've got members now. We've got membership. We've decided on the style of organisation we're going to be, and we just need to be formally constituted. And then we're, once once that happens, then we can approach the council and hopefully get you know similar premises to this. And uh, again, we'll probably need you know nine tenths volunteers to one tenth you know somebody being paid to do it. And, do you so get a lot of support from local bike shops? Do they see you as being in competition with them for the um, sale of bicycles and um, the repair of bicycles? Yeah, that is a touchy subject, but what we, actually it works out pretty well. Um, so far, uh, a lot of the bike shops in this borough are very supportive. They often will, will ring them up and say if they have got any old bikes, bikes or parts that they don't need anymore, they'll donate them to us. And we'll also in turn um, recommend them when people need to buy new parts for their bikes, especially on the public drop-in day. We don't sell new parts, so if somebody, say, has worn out their tyre, we'll say, well, go, go buy a tyre from a local bike shop and then we'll help you install it. So we're not taking trade away from them in terms of parts. Have there been any occasions where you've come across bikes that you've wanted to keep for yourself? 
Um, occasionally we do, um, but the majority of bikes here are bikes that are a few years old and also in a pretty poor condition. I mean, they're, they're, we, we make them rideable and safe, and I've got a, I've actually, I'm actually a you know, SciTech um, qualified mechanic, so I make sure that they're a safe bike to ride. But um, if there is something like that, then we would, we would buy it as, as if we were the members of the public. What, what's the best bike you've recycled? Um, oh, gosh. Uh, well, one of the most interesting ones, I don't know if it's so much best, is for its purpose. There was a, a chap who found a frame that he kind of really recognised as being a good frame. And then he took it away, he got it resprayed, and built it up himself uh, into a single-speed bike that was like from 1950s frame. So that was quite an unusual, really good, good bike. But in terms of like the state-of-the-art latest mountain bikes, we don't really generally get those. Right. <laughs> um, so, so it's quite a range of bicycles that you get and yeah. range of conditions yeah. and um, they all get sold on. Pretty much all of them. Um, in fact, actually older bikes, some of the older bikes we come across are actually better quality than actually newer bikes that are not as good quality, if, which is a bit weird, because I think some people buy, might get bikes from, say, outlets, uh, department stores, or through the internet or something, and they're actually not really repairable. So they'll ride it for a while, and as soon as the first thing goes wrong, they'll have to abandon it. So we'll, we'll, we actually get quite a few bikes that, are, that look brand spanking new, but actually can't really be <laughs> fixed. <laughs> that was Therese Kilpatrick from the Waltham Forest Bicycle Recycling Project. And I stayed around at uh, the Low Hall Depot in Walthamstow and uh, went to the bicycle sale later on in the day and spoke to a few of the people who were attending the sale and asked them about the bicycles they were purchasing. And you've just bought this um, fairly medium-sized all-terrain bike. How much did you pay for it? £45. You're satisfied with the price? Definitely. And are you a cyclist at the moment? I'm a beginner. Right. So th th is this really your first purchase of a bicycle? This is my first bike ever. Really? Whether I've bought it or anyone else has bought it, yeah. And um, what do you intend using the bike for? Uh, practice at the moment. A um, little bit of cycle path through the forest. Nothing, nothing terribly heavy duty and certainly not commuting. Um, but a bit of exercise. How did you hear about the project? Oh, uh, my wife bought a bike about two months ago. Right, and, and she was satisfied with it, was yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, it was a brilliant bike, and yeah. so uh, I needed a bike as well. You don't have a bike at all at the moment? Not at the moment, no. Right. No, we've uh, got rid of ours. Have yeah. you done much cycling? or? Um, we do, we go out with the kids, so when we've only got one bike, it's a bit hard <laughs> with two of us, so right. now we've got two, that'd be good, and it's good for off-road. You're going to go out to the forest and uh, do a bit of cycling around there? Or? Yeah, sort of around Walthamstow Marshes and um, Leighton Reservoir and that, so... It's good, yeah. Right, it's and right. you bought a decathlon mountain bike. How much are you paying for it? Um, 45. Do you think uh, that's a good price? That's good, yeah, I think it's good. Um, it's got good brakes as well. Uh, they've uh, maintained it well, and uh, for what I want it for, it's a good price. Yeah. yeah. Are you about to buy this bike? Yes. Is it for yourself? No. <laughs> well, it's a, a ladies' um, rally you. bike. Yes. And um, who are you buying it for? It's for a friend of mine who's had um, two bikes stolen in the last few months. Right, so to pay £30 for a, a new second-hand bike is quite a reasonable price, isn't it? Yeah, very reasonable, yeah. And it's, it's supporting a good project as well, I think. What, what do you think your friend will use the bike for? Is it commuting or just leisure? I think she'll use it for her... It'll be her main form of transport. Right. Uh, she used to cycle everywhere. But since she's had a bike stolen, she's been back to the bus. But she's not very happy like that, so I thought I'd try and help her out. You're buying a Doors ladies' bike? Right. Yeah. Are you happy with the purchase? Okay, right.
Well, I, I am delighted that it's, uh, it's available, yes. Yeah. Do you cycle a lot at the moment? Uh, at the moment I have no bike because uh, they have all been stolen. I have this history that I get bicycles stolen. Well, there were some voices of the satisfied customers at the Waltham Forest Bike Recycling Project. Kieran, what were your overall impressions of the project? Um, well, it's a very well-run project and um, there were quite a few people down there buying bicycles on the Saturday I was there. Um, everybody seemed very satisfied with the bikes they were buying. Um, the, they were satisfied with the prices they were paying for them. And because the price is about £45 um, per bike, which seems to incorporate you know, an awful lot of bike for your money. And, um, and the, where, where's that price coming from? Well, I think because the council subsidises the premises and you get a lot of volunteers actually doing the work on the bicycles, um, you save on um, those aspects. If, if you went to a second-hand bike shop um, and wanted a similar kind of bike, I think you'd be paying 30 or £40 pounds more for it. Yeah, or even more than that, because I've been down to second-hand bike shops and you don't, don't seem to get anything that's rideable for under 120 quid. Um, well, it's a long time since I've had a look in second-hand bike shops, but um, you're probably getting a very good deal because the, the, the technicians there are very well-trained and they make sure everything's perfect. And I think because it's a, a local council scheme, then everything has to be top. And, uh, and there are schemes like that around the country as well. That's right. Um, and funnily enough, today I bumped into Merlin Matthews, who runs a project called Recycle, which started off in... Colchester in Essex and um, he his project refurbishes bicycles and puts them in containers and ships them out to Africa. I set up a charity called Recycle shipping used bicycles to Africa because there's millions of bikes sitting in sheds over here or being thrown away and there are millions of people in Africa walking crazy distances sort of four hours a day fetching water taking goods to market getting to school getting to work so we collect the unwanted bikes and we have partners in Africa who refurbish the bikes and also look after the ongoing maintenance, which is very important, because if you look after a bike, it lasts for donkey's years. If you don't look after it, especially in hard African dusty situations with bad roads, the bike won't last very long. How long has the project been running for? The charity was set up in '97, and it's been slightly erratic in numbers of bikes because... Um, we had, I had malaria for six months, which, well, I, yeah, I, I was off work for six months for that. So a nine-day coma, pretty messy. And the Royal Mail, we get all the old posty bikes, which are amazing bikes. But then they, we weren't allowed to ship them for a while, and they filled up a barn and clogged the works up. And uh, there's foot and mouth, which also messed it up. But, um, yeah, we're shipping about a container a month or every six weeks. And we're in the process of setting up in London, and... We should ship a container a month from London, plus uh, Essex, where it's been working at the moment, near Colchester. If somebody um, wanted to donate a bike to your project, how would they go about it? We ask people to bring the bikes to us, because otherwise we'd just be running around too much. And we can collect bikes in Colchester um, and in London. And we're, in, we're looking for people to help set up in Oxford and Bath Stroke Bristol new collection hubs. That won't be just yet. But the main focus is getting going in London. And, and who actually uses the bikes when they arrive in Africa? 
The target beneficiaries are varied. We work with different partner organizations. We don't do stuff on the ground ourselves. Um, and some of them have a focus on getting kids to school um, and teachers. Some of them have a focus on farmers taking the goods to market, tomato farmers in Ghana. And in Namibia, there's a really nice project with um, peer educators who are for people with AIDS and HIV. And it's sort of awareness raising and also supporting people who've got it, sort of taking clean water and medicines and, and stuff. And they've got a very nice trailer that goes in the back of a bike as well. Is this your daughter? This is my daughter. What do you think about what your dad does? I think it's very good and I think he, um, he can save a lot of people's lives from helping them get water. That was Merlin Matthews from the Bicycle Recycling Project, Recycle, which uh, has bases around the country but it's mainly uh, in Colchester. And, um, sending bikes out to Africa. Sending bikes out to Africa and if you want to donate bikes then have a look at their website which I think is www.re-cycle.org and we'll put uh, links to all the projects mentioned in the podcast on the bike show's blog which is www.bikeshow.blogspot.com um, and you can send emails um, to bikeshow at gmail.com and um, I mean this issue of recycling is really fascinating because a lot of people who ride bikes are kind of doing it because they're more environmentally aware and aware of the, you know, impact on the world's resources of, you know, driving a car or other kinds of uh, transportation and, and like to do something to, to be more sustainable. But then on the other hand, there's this whole culture in, in particularly sort of high-end mountain biking and road biking of always having the new bike, the new kit, new technologies. I mean, how do you think those two aspects of sustainability and kind of shiny new kit uh, can be reconciled? Oh, I don't know. I think um, it's two different kinds of personalities, really, isn't it? Um, you've got your um, people who just want to use bicycles as a mode of transport and then the serious sporting cyclists. And really, I don't know quite how necessary it is for sporting cyclists to actually invest so much money in um, the latest technology. I think it's just one of those things that people tend to do. Uh, whatever's the latest thing they feel as though it's going to improve their performance they've got to have it, they've <laughs> yeah. got to have it because you know, they, if, if they get a slow time then they'll be blaming the kit rather than blaming their, themselves uh, yeah. so they'd, they'd be better off eating a few less pastries every week I think and, uh... but you, you're involved in your own bicycle recycling project, you're transforming um, a bicycle of yours into um, a unique kind of bike uh, uh, touring bicycle, tell us a bit about that Okay, well, um, yes, I had um, a road frame that um, I probably bought it about five years ago, and unfortunately the derailleur on the road frame got stuck in the back wheel and twisted the derailleur hanger. So I've had that. <laughs> so I, I, I didn't know what to do with the frame, and eventually I thought, well, I can perhaps turn it into a single speed, and I, I did research, and I found the right bit, for making right hub for you, converting it into a single speed fixed gear bike. And I've managed to assemble it this week, and I plan on going for a little tour on it. And where's the little tour going to take you? Um, it's going to take me from the north of America, up near the Canadian border, along the Mississippi River, as much of the way as possible, right the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. And so for everybody listening, I'm going to repeat this. Kieran is going to be making this tour um, on a fixed-wheel bicycle that's 
uh, a bicycle with only one gear and, and that there's no freewheel on, so you're going to be pedalling all the way. Um, that is the intention, yes. I, I do have a slight kind of backup. I'm going to get a freewheel put on the other side of the hub and uh, in case... So I, you can flip-flop it over? Yeah, so I can flip-flop it over. And, and what kind of kit are you going to be carrying? Um, I'm going to have a handlebar bag and a very large Caradise saddlebag. Uh, and that's about it, really. I've got a front hub dynamo. Um, I'm waiting for the light to arrive for that. Um, so very basic, lightweight touring, kind of credit card touring, I think they call it. And I don't camping anywhere um, I'm gonna try and lay my hat wherever uh, and what, why, what made you choose this part of the world to do your uh, tour on well I I've, I'm not very good at languages um, I, don't, I don't pick them up easily and I was quite fascinated by America really I was looking for a ride to do and I, I sort of saw the obvious ride of going from uh, west coast to east coast and so many people do it. I was trying to think of something else to do, and then I came across this thing called the Mississippi River Trail, which uh, has its own website, and it just kind of appealed to me. Going down the centre of America, which is something, I think, I was I get the impression that I know about the East Coast and the West Coast, the two big cultural centres, but nothing very much about the middle of America and how um, it's quite an influential part of American how it influences American life. Kind of appeals to me. And what's the distance? And where? Are the, what are the, some of the some of the kind of highlights, the the route points that you're looking forward to? Right, it's just over two and a half thousand miles. Um, some of the things I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm looking forward to, strangely enough, visiting the Ju- Judy Garland Museum in uh, I think it's um, Grand Rapids, um, and then down to Minneapolis, um, which. Um, I'm hoping to try and meet up with some of the urban bike type people who uh, seem to have a thing going on down there. Um, and Memphis, obviously, it's a chance to look at Graceland and um, the National Civil Rights Museum in Memphis. Um, and then, obviously, New Orleans itself. Uh, I went to New Orleans a long, long time ago, and it'd be interesting to see it again, and particularly after last year's floods. And how long do you think it's going to take you to do this ride? I think... I am aiming to do it in six to eight weeks, so I'm looking at doing about 60, 70 miles a day. Well, we have a lot of the people who um, download and subscribe to the Bike Show podcast are in the United States, so if you see Kieran cycling along, you can't miss him. It's an uh, absolutely stunning white um, bicycle. It says Basso on the, uh, on the down tube, and then... Uh, uh, Red Fork and uh, yeah, the, the the single speed touring with the um, with the Caradice saddlebag on the back. Um, best of luck. When are you actually setting off? Um, I'm aiming to set off mid-May. I haven't actually bought my ticket at the moment, so I, st- I can still bail out of this. But uh, I've said to so many people that I'm going to do it that I have to do it. Well, I've got I've had a lot of support and encouragement from people. So. Uh, well, now you've said it on the bike show, so it's 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 got to happen. Yes. Um, and we'll try and catch up with you on the way as well. If, yes, um, certainly try and do that. And if anybody is out there who uh, happens to hear this and um, they want to try and contact me, you can contact me through the bike show email address and I'd be grateful for the company along the route and uh, to have a chat with you. All right, well, yes, the bike show email address is bikeshow at gmail.com and um, you can leave comments on the blog uh, www.bikeshow.blogspot.com and uh, one little last plea for help um, we are looking for a bike show logo 
Um, we don't have a logo yet for things like um, the website and um, writing letters trying to get people on the show. It's nice to have a logo, it makes us off seem uh, official or distinctive in some way. But we don't have one, so if you are in any way creatively inclined in the visual arts and you fancy drawing something up for us, even if it's just on a bit of paper and then scan it in and send it by email or take a little photo of it or do it in Photoshop or Illustrator or any of the other graphics tools, we'd be eternally grateful and um, we will shower whoever does the logo that we use with um, all kinds of goodwill and gifts and, and, uh, and good vibes um, from London town. Anyway, this is the Bike Show's special podcast um, only edition and um, I think that's about it. I think we're going to have another cup of coffee and um, enjoy the rest of the Saturday afternoon. What have you got? plan for the rest of the day Kieran? Um, well I'm going to cycle back to Liverpool Street, I'm not cycling all the way home today, I'm just going to get the train from Liverpool Street and then I might have a little rest this afternoon I think. <laughs> Alright well from me Jack Thurston and Kieran Yates it's uh, goodbye and chapeau. Chapeau. <laughs>